In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic so slow, connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Being here next to all of you guys, it's really big. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. But what better place than, than here? I think everybody should go on the Breakfast Club and start <laughs> with that. Yes. If you want to shake it up. Ray, Ray, Ray! Yo, Charlemagne, Envy, what up? Are we live? This is your time to get it off your chest. I got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. We can get on the phone right now and tell you what it is. We live! Hello, who's this? What up, Vic? Yo, what's up? It's your boy, Dingo. What's up, family? What's up? Get it off your chest, Dingo. Man, look, I done had a crazy week, and I just want to say that I am over the dating scene right now. I done flew this girl out this past weekend. Nope. It was whack. I ain't gonna lie. It was whack. 
Shout out to Kendra D. Um, I was on her single show a couple weeks back, and you know what I'm saying. Put up my little my little spiel. Had some shorties hit me up. It was cool. On one that you know, I decided to fly her out. We was having some good conversation because she was from Atlanta, right? So I got her out. We was chilling. We was talking. I, I paid for everything, right? Took care of her. Took care of the arrangements. Took care of the hotel. Took care of everything we did. But she wasn't really giving me the vibes that it was trying to be romantic. It seemed like she was just looking for a trick. Tyler, she just right. met you the first right. time. You trying think, to smash already, Tyler? You were looking for no, that too. No, 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 no. We talked. We talked uh, for like a good two weeks or so prior to her coming out, right? And we could have established this, like, hey, like you, know, you don't, you don't want to do nothing like that. That's cool. You just gotta let me know before I spend all this money and make all this arrangements, all that. You feel me? I feel like that's fair because you coming out, you flying out, and I'm taking care of everything, and I told you that, right? And you get here and you're like, oh, I ain't, I ain't trying to be on that, which is cool. I get that. That's fine. But tell me up front. You're not that trying way, to be I don't on what? What's what she not trying to be on? She's not. Okay, look, look. She wasn't being romantic. She wasn't trying to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, trying to pull up on me. Just trying to show signs of affection. You feel me? Kissing on me and stuff like that. You real. It's just first look, encounter. Look, 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 it ain't the first encounter. It's just a, it's, yeah, first time meeting each other. But right. we've been talking. We've been oh, establishing each other. Different. Yeah, that don't different. That you, don't mean that you sound wild, Tyler. Are you telling me that's wild? Yeah, yes, when you, when yes. You, when you meet a person wow. in person, you know, you got to feel different. energy. The energy mm -hmm. might not have been right for her. Okay. You know what I mean? Like so, the phone calls I, and the, whatever y'all was doing might have been different than actually meeting mm -hmm. each other. So you got to so, give it some time. It sound I like see. you wanted a prostitute. You wanted to pay for somebody <laughs> to get some sex. She wanted to meet right. you. She wanted not to vibe. Enough. And it's, you probably seemed thirsty and she probably felt you out. And why I don't think I seemed thirsty, bro. You're right, you're right, you're right. From the girl's perspective, yes, that is a free trip. I'm and gonna... I wasn't trying to be thirsty. I was very respectful. But you but sound thirsty now. You, sound thirsty. you sound thirsty now because you letting I, us know you're Because I had time to process. I had time to process and think about everything that happened, looking at my bank account. I'm like, God damn. How much you spent this weekend? Man, I spent over a G. Mm, you should have set limits, man. Yeah, you yeah, should have said. Well, well, okay, wait, wait. From the lady, from the lady in the house. Yes. How you doing? What was the cappuccino? Cappuccino, cappuccino. Okay, cappuccino. I'm sorry, cappuccino. That, that's fire. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so, if you was to get thrown out by a dude, right? Mm -hmm. Are you not like? Are you expecting to? Are you at least thinking about potentially doing something with this guy? If we have a good conversation over the phone for the, yes. for the past two weeks, as you said, maybe and maybe yeah. not, because once I get in front of you, you may be a whole different person from what I get over the phone. She's saying you might not look I that did. the way you think you look. Yeah. You, may, did, you may act I a did. little different when we're when we, you know, face to face. Okay. Okay. So I'm. So you're saying that I may be overreacting? Y yeah, it may be you. Yeah, Tyler, because I ain't, like, you, you fly me out, I ain't giving you nothing. Yeah, I appreciate the really? You got to work for this temple. Free food, look. Oh, we, my God. <laughs> So, okay, so, okay, to my defense, I wouldn't be wrong for not hitting her back up, right? Mm, no. Well, you'd be okay. letting her know that you only wanted one thing, so her instincts were correct. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Come All on, right. Tyler. <laughs> Why you call her Tyler? That's his name, that's Tyler. That's his name. Oh, that name was Dingo. Oh, wait. That's Dingo. Oh, shoot. You call that man by his real name, man. No, that's what it says on his. It's oh, Tyler. that's Dingo. <laughs> His name is Tyler today. No, it's not. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, hi, this is Leandra. Hey, Leandra, get it off your chest, mama. Um... I just wanted to talk about 
The fact that I feel like women need to heal from our past trauma. You said what? Say that again, mama. That us women need to heal from our past trauma. Mm. Amen. You ain't lying. Why you say that, I though? Feel like I, because I'm honestly messing up such a great relationship that I have because of my past trauma mm. and my own insecurities in the past. And I really realize it's just so important for us to heal because we are doing such a thing that don't come by often anymore. You is absolutely positively the conversation. You cannot love somebody until you truly love yourself, and you cannot be happy with somebody until you are truly happy with yourself. That's right. And 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 I think part one of this is you know it. So now that you know, I got issue. I got to unpack. You can let him know so that y'all can try to get through this space together, That's and hopefully right. you don't ruin a good thing. Absolutely. Right. Hello, who's this? DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God. Good morning. What up? Morning. What's good? What's OG good? How y'all feeling this morning, brother? Bless black and highly favored. It's OG Rob. It's bar time. Let's go, OG. We already know. Check it out. It's bar time. Listen, man. They told me, OG, just keep the strength and condition there. So many pump faking, you bound to find your position there. Can I get a soul clap? Or I'm solely clapping for Benjamin, the architect, frame, structure, connect, prepping this project. They upset, but got to respect the consistency. Bar maturity, I came up with flows, spotted with acne, I get it though. They figured I stopped a long time ago, but I'm straight through. No hype, man, nothing backing me up. A seven-minute set that a wash dry and fold them up. Never seen nothing like it aside for hip-hop. A rhyme starter kit, which most of them get. For days in the workshop, they basic, son. Flows of 16s can't be trusted. Let me show you how to vibe with a crowd, increasing them numbers you get. OG. Okay, okay, OG. Oh, wow. I got some bars. OG, you ready? I'm ready. Who the hell is this? Paging me at 5.46 in the morning, crack of dawning, and now I'm yawning. Wipe the cold out my eye. See who's paging me this and why. It's my homie Charlotte from the Breakfast Club. Told me he's in the gambling spot, and some dudes is popping him in the back. Damn, why they try to stick him in his bunky? Damn, why they try to stick him in his bunky? Damn, why they try to stick him in his bunky? Damn, why they try to stick him in his bunky? Why you doing too big? That was crazy for no reason, yo. At a time like this, look, man, I'm not a toy. I don't play. Envy has to stop being gay. He loves crack, broke back, cowboys, Dallas. Yo, get out of here. Get out of here. Yo, y'all too, man. Have a blessed for y'all and family. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the guy, we are the Breakfast Club. We got Nyla hanging with us this morning. Yes, yes. And we have a special guest who Charlemagne claims is a family. I don't know why you keep saying this. And we say this all the time because when we announced that your album came out, he didn't even know your album came out, and I forced him to make it. That is not true. Bye. Oh, cuz? That is not true. Chloe Bailey, ladies and gentlemen. And we played the song. I played uh, the Missy record and the Chris Brown record that morning. But I had to make him download the record because he didn't even know. That's not true. I don't know now. That's right. You said you bought it. You bought it, right? We don't download music, but you said you bought it. Listen, In Pieces is out right now. Okay, did you buy it? All right, did all y'all people online complaining, making noise buy it? I streamed it. Okay? How you feeling this morning? I feel great. I'm so happy. Like, the past two days, I've been feeling like great, to be honest. 
the week and a half like before it was like a little rocky but tour kind of been getting me out the funk because the shows have been amazing they've mm-hmm. all been sold out and everyone's singing every lyric to every song mm-hmm. so i'm like the love is real in real life so i've been feeling good why were you honest. in the funk i know you wasn't letting these these, these digital heads on the internet get well i mean like you're like we're all human yeah. so of course some things are gonna bother you and i think when you put so much time and effort into the art of everything and it's really a conceptual album my executive produced it i produced on 12 out of the 14 songs on there i had a lot of incredible amazing talent on the project so i was just like it's okay come at me bro so i'm ready for what's next Mm. to be honest what's the title mean in pieces yes so in pieces it's kind of like a double entendre so in pieces represents the pieces of my heart that has been left broken from life situations relationships Mm -hmm. things like that people stabbing you in the back and then it also means what's left in pieces is the box that people try to put me in mm-hmm. on who they think Chloe is. And, you know, I just have to speak for myself and break through it. That's what it means. It's like the simp side mm-hmm. and then the place of power. It has side. to be the difficult because yeah. <laughs> people seen you grow up. So it's yeah. like they've seen you as this young girl. So mm-hmm. now when you break it out into your own, it has to be difficult for, for your fans, I, I guess. Right. Maybe, maybe not. I'm really proud of my sister and I because we've been branching out on our own successfully and people are getting to like know who we are individually Mm -hmm. and i'm so blessed that i grew up with her in life so we could go through everything together and it came to a point where we were so dependent on one another like we were siamese twins so what forced us apart was her going to london to shoot little mermaid and you know me being in la and especially with the pandemic the travel restrictions going to another country was crazy so Mm as stressful as it was for the both of us we both had separation anxiety it like forced us to figure out okay who's chloe who's hallie Mm -hmm. so now when we come back together it's going to be even stronger because now we also have a great sense of self did did y'all recognize the growth in each other you and hallie like when y'all finally did get back together did she see growth in you did you see growth yes the crazy thing is growing up it was me who was afraid to speak up so like she would be the one speaking up for me and like she's the aries like younger sister yes she's the like don't mess with her Mm -hmm. And it would always be me like, oh, my gosh, I like I don't like confrontation, things like that. And so because of that, I had to force myself to speak up for myself Mm. because I didn't have my sister right there doing it for me. So now I'm very independent and very vocal. And I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And she's recognized that she's like, well, you're like a completely different person. I'm so proud of her because she's confident in who she is as an individual as well, like we both were missing that and now we both found it so it's like we're stronger did that change because you missed your sister or was it a relationship that made you change or was it writing your music that made you change what was that change that's a great question i think it was a combination of everything i think it got to a point where i realized if i don't fight for myself then i'm just gonna be left in the dust and if i don't speak up for what i want and speak up for who i am as a human being then like it's just going to fall on deaf ears and closed mouths don't get fed So, you know, throughout the music, I was finding my strength because I was saying things that I was afraid to say or speak up to certain individuals. And then from there, it just grew from that. It was like it just kept growing and growing. And now it can't really stop. I feel like growing up as women, we're taught to like not be so vocal. So now that you are being vocal, do you feel like you're being a or like do you feel like like you have to turn on a new version of yourself? Absolutely not. There's, it's not about what you say, but how you say it. You can command a room without having to bark so loud. And as long as you believe in what you're saying and you don't change in that for anybody, people will respect you. Was, was Pray Away based on a true story? 
Yes. So I wrote that song with my girl, Jazzy, mm -hmm. and I kept seeing her like three, four times that week at every event. And mm -hmm. I'm all about signs. Like I, I don't feel there are any coincidences in life. And I was like, so the final place I you saw her. Now there's going to be a dude that's going to follow yeah. me. Like, this is a sign. <laughs> this is a this sign. Is a, sign. <laughs> a sign that you're crazy. <laughs> but I was like, okay. So we passed each other going to the ladies room at the studio. And I was like, I got back in my session. I said, so I texted her. I was like, can you come in here? And she played me a few demos. And it was the skeleton of Prayed Away. It was originally called Church. I was like, I'm in love with this because I loved how open it was. Mm -hmm. It was completely raw and honest. And for me, I've always learned to just be the bigger person and turn the other cheek. And it's like sometimes you do want to get down and dirty and get on that person's same level, but I will never give anyone that power over me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, what, I'm going to pray it away. So it was quite easy to finish out the song because there has been people who have tried me mm -hmm. and I love it. I really do. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> well, when the last time you really wanted a person hurt? Because that's, that's what the song is about. You want a person hurt, but then having to pray it away. I think the last time I felt like I wanted somebody to hurt five days ago. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she grew in five, five days. days. She grew in five days. She said, "I've been growing." How long? Five days. Okay. All right. Yep. When you say you hurt, though, you don't really mean hurt. You just mean like you want them to feel how you feel. Yes. Okay. Like, but the thing is, we never have to do the work. Like karma speaks for itself. That's true. You know. So never give someone power to get you out of your character. So That's you've never been like, or you you don't believe in like spite. Like I got to get my get back. No, you just let them I roll. don't yeah. because I don't want it to come back to me in turn. So I just let them dig themselves in a ditch. All right, we got more with Chloe Bailey. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Nala Simone here. We're still kicking it with Chloe Bailey. Nala. So you talked about stepping into your sexuality on the album, and obviously we've been seeing it in the music videos and stuff like yeah. that. But Swarm, that clip that in the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. 
I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was trending on Twitter. It was People were making it sound like I'm getting calls like, did you see, did you see? I'm like, no, but I, I guess I'll go look at it. And then I look and I'm like, it's really not that it's bad. It's two seconds. Yeah, it's really not that yeah. bad. Christ. What the- For Fava, that's like 10 minutes. Man, y'all don't ever think about us. Y'all know, right? Never think about Hi. us. Jesus. So, <laughs> because God is good, blessings are flowing, I'm an actress as well. What I love about acting is that I'm not Chloe whenever I'm playing that certain character. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Donald Glover, Janine Neighbors, Dominique Fishback, and Damson. Like, we had the best time. And when I was shooting on that set, I fell more in love with acting. I barely wore makeup. Everything was shot on film. In music you win and thrive off of being this image of perfection Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Like you get clowned for messing up or tripping or falling on stage or looking a hot mess on the carpet. But with acting, that's where the beauty is with all of the flaws and, you know, the imperfections and things like that. So I fell in love with the script. Now, I've totally like didn't even connect. Oh, I have to do a sex scene. I've never done a sex scene before. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not the focus of the scene. It's really about the shock value of Dre and Khalid watching each other. And like you see mm-hmm. the obsession between the sisters form at the beginning. Was I'm, it awkward shooting? No. no. You see me for two seconds in the mirror. And and you did not see You did not even see crack. You saw everything. <laughs> you saw everything that you see from me on stage. What? Like, let's keep it real. Did you have to call, like when you told your dad, hey dad. <laughs> This is the scene or, you know, what, what, how, how was that conversation? 
<laughs> dad's still gonna be a dad. My daughter's twenty one, yeah. and I don't care. I, For it's sure, still a dad. Yeah, I feel like dads will always look at their little girls like they're still little, Absolutely. and that's totally fine. I one thing I will say about my parents is that they know this is our job. And so, what was the call? You called the hey dad, hi baby, how you feeling? I just finished shooting. <laughs> he what did you shoot? Go. Okay, so it wasn't about the shoot. It was about when I first got it, and you know when the agents will call and be like, hey, congrats, da 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 And after I got it, I think my dad read the script, and he's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he deleted Twitter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on this week. <laughs> Did dad go to the premiere? No, it okay, was just yeah. me. I had to hop on a flight right after. Okay. I bet yeah. you the internet doesn't realize how much more money they make you. Because if a two-second scene caused <laughs> them to lose their mind like that, all that's going to make other people say is, oh, we got to get Chloe in our movies. Yep. We got to get Chloe God in our TV shows. God we got to get Chloe endorsement deals. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I like how you were saying... You see? You said it's working. <laughs> when you say, like, acting, you can be imperfect and the music has to be perfect, why can't you bring the imperfections to the music? Because I think, like, like, what's dope about Cardi B is that you can hear she's from the Bronx. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, like... The Spanglish she uses sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, why can't it be both? Well, I do do both, but that's what people ridicule me for. Mm -hmm. Being imperfect, not being the type of image they want me to be. People say they want certain things, and then when you do it, that's what they used to pick on you. The weirdest thing I is when people say things like, she don't know who she is, she's not being herself. You don't know her. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you don't even know her. I'm sure they'd like me if they'd meet me. I'm a really nice person. <laughs> now, I, wanted, I wanted to ask, yes. you're on a sold-out tour. Yeah. Does that mean that you're not going to be a special guest or that you are going to be a special guest on somebody else's tour coming up? Well, I'm definitely... Trying to ask are you going to be opening for Beyonce? I'm definitely going to see the show for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's been exciting, like, seeing what I've been doing for myself. Like, mm -hmm. I've never headlined a solo tour ever. Mm -hmm. Sis and I never got to do it for Ungodly Hour because we were in the midst of a pandemic. So mm. I really didn't know what to expect going into it. Like, mm -hmm. when I announced it, even before the album dropped, I was a little nervous, like... Would people want to come? Things like that. Every night, I'm like telling my godmom and my team, I'm like, what do you see out there? Like people out there, like for some reason, it doesn't click that people are there to see me. Correct. And it's sold out. And I think when you're constantly used to people telling you otherwise, a part of you, as much as you don't want to, begins to believe it. Mm -hmm. But then when I step out on that stage and I see it, and I hear it. It's not like people are just watching mm -hmm. me being quiet. Like right. they're singing the words back to me. They're giving me that energy and that love. You can't fake that. You can't buy that and, and make up numbers. You can't do that with that. That's real. Mm -hmm. So as long as I'm connecting with the ones who love me and I'm doing what makes me happy, that's really all the f that matters. Right. And it's also okay to have your people say, don't ask me no Beyonce questions. I love Beyonce, <laughs> but I'm my own entity. That's right. Because right? I mean, I'm sure Kelly, Michelle, everybody's gone through that. That is next to that great person mm -hmm. we call Beyonce. Mm -hmm. It's okay, you know what? Tell them don't ask you no Beyonce questions. Yeah, I mean, she is Beyonce. Everybody mm -hmm. wants to know about mm -hmm. her. So I'm just like, cool. Like, I don't really look much into it. Are you going to be opening up for her, though? He oh, just my said, don't God, ask shut no up. <laughs> <laughs> say exactly what he said. Don't ask no <laughs> questions about Beyonce. One good time. She's yes. my family. Let's practice. Let's practice. Chloe. So are you going to be opening up for Beyonce? No. I plead the fifth. No, say don't ask Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I'm nice. Okay. <laughs> and you're my family. All right, all right, all right. Now I do cuss. Are you gonna be opening up for Beyonce? I don't know. You're definitely gonna take that clip though and be like, "Don't we say, don't ask no questions about Beyonce." That was gonna go everywhere. No, that would be great. <laughs> now, now with all the critique you get from being, and by a the way, guys, she said she didn't know. She didn't say no. She just said she, she just said she not. I heard, we heard. We heard. Just, just <laughs> put with it out all there, the critique you get from being a music artist, does it make you just want to stay in acting? 
because of because of the freedom that you're mm. getting acting? That's a really great question. Mm. In this past week, that crossed my mind a few times, mm. and I got over it like two, three days ago. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, I was well, like, when people make you doubt, and especially as creatives, we already doubt everything we do. Mm -hmm. So you begin to think like, oh, well, maybe this isn't for me. But then I would be going against the exact reason why God put me here. Mm -hmm. So why, like, pray it away. Never lessen yourself to please somebody else. And that's in everything. Mm -hmm. Chloe Bailey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining thank us you so guys. much. Thank you, guys. I love you all always. Thank and it's you. The Breakfast Club. It's Chloe Bailey. Daddy, call him up. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Claudia Jordan, See with us murder. this morning. What's good? And it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. And the freaky, freaky, freaky Friday question comes from... Uh, White boy Rick, shout out to white boy Rick. He uh, supports me at all my car shows. But the question is, you know, he got allegedly got into an incident where he said uh, another woman's name while he was having sex, and him and a woman got into an altercation. I'll say allegedly. Um, I heard there's more to the story, and I I'll let him tell it. But we're taking it away from there and asking, what are turnoffs in the bed for you? Charlemagne says, Charlemagne says nothing. No, Everything I'm turns to think. I don't. Uh, uh, Even when your kids knock on I mean, the door. You got four? Well, that's different. That's not like turn on. It does. Because after that, I, 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 I gotta, consider that an interruption. Like, I'm not turned off when they knock on the door. It's just you're interrupted. I got to start back up. It's like, you know, the car, you got to go eh, 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 yeah, eh, interrupted. Eh. The turn off is when you just like, like turned eh. off. Yeah. Oh, nah, nah, I'm good. I think, I, think well, I mean, I haven't experienced this in quite a, quite a, quite a long time. But yeah, I would think older, like Claudia said. Yeah, yeah. like someone. Like if a guy has bad breath and he like licks your boobs. And then you got to stink nipple. And you're like, that's you. Like, that's you. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's you. That's you. Or, like I, I like a little bit of a pressure around my neck sometimes, right? If they do it too hard, like like you're choking a, a man. Like I'm a woman. Like be gentle with it. Like be strong. You have to tell somebody like that. Like, you know, I'm like too too strong. Don't do it. This isn't for you. Boo. This isn't your thing. That would be messed up. You you all sexual. You choke somebody. Like, hey. hey. <laughs> Like it's not supposed to really be a show. It's supposed to be kind of like a fantasy. But, uh, somebody up here said something. Um, we was talking, and uh, he said that when he's doing it, and the young lady is like, you know, are you there yet? Are you there yet? You know what I mean? Because that shows that she might not be enjoying it. But she, she wants, wants to, she wants to finish you. Yeah, that's the wrap it up music. Yeah, but yeah. That, that that that's not. Oh, uh, when you yeah. get that, it's like, oh man. But not for nothing. I thought we was having a good time. But not for nothing. The person you're talking about is. Big, you know what I mean? Nobody, see, you didn't have to say all that. You said it, so I'm just I saying. I did not say that. His name is Big Mac. That right, could be but, anything. I, but, so the person is big. So just imagine, you know, the weight on you, and she's like, "Oh, you finished with you, man? Are you right? Let's I thought that's your man. That is my man. What's up with you? Why? 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 For what? What was that for? Why? So you saying if she's on the bottom? Correct. If she's on the bottom, it'd be. It's hard to be on the bottom of her. He said a he was from guy. the back. He was behind her. Huh? He wasn't on top of her. He was behind her. Could you imagine the weight behind her? Nobody letting him. But sometimes from the back, it really hurts, though. Yes, really. You really, you really get to it. I said yes, like I know, right? I said no. I know. And your voice, and your, oh, your voice went mad high too. Like you really meant that. Yes. Yes. From the back, it really hurts, Envy. Yes. Yes. I hate you. Let's go to the phone lines. Y'all telling yourselves left and right today. Oh my goodness. Hello, who's this? What up, man? This is mine from East Side Detroit. What's up, brother? What, 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 what are some turnovers what up, in the bedroom bro? for you, bro? Man, you know, when you get the nibble on her ear and that hair stink, man. Sometimes the hair stink. 
The hair thing. You said hair or ear? Yeah, hair. Hair. you know that. The hair. You know the hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, the hair thing. Jeez. Gotta wash the weaves, ladies. Hello, who's this? This old school setting. All right, what's up, brother? What, what, what turned you off in the bedroom? Fish legs and black pantyhose. Fish legs and black pantyhose. Fish nets or fish le- what? Or fish smell. Yeah. yeah. Nah, fish legs and black pantyhose. So when you take the pantyhose off and then you act like you're going to get some bait from fish tackle, that's what I mean, that tartar smell to bring all the fishes out. Oh. My daddy say, if it smell like cologne, leave it alone. If it smell like fish, eat all you wish. No, Charlamagne, <laughs> yeah, no. Correct. No, your daddy stole, you said you're wrong. <laughs> your father told you that? That's what my daddy used to say all the time. If it smell it's like it. cologne, leave it alone. If it smell like fish, eat all you wish. Did he have sore throats a lot? No. 2023, that's some good advice. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Jasmine. Talk to your pops. Hey, Jasmine. Good morning. So my my biggest turn off is when we're we're tonguing each other down. We're hot and heavy in the moment, and then he want to tongue my ear, and I'm hearing that like nasty, <laughs> and lip smacking, and and all that extra. How old are you? And mama? I say like, how old are I'm you? I'm 31. Yeah. Cause see, in the twenties, where you where you, where you, you you put your tongue all in somebody's Never. ear. That's gross. Earwax is disgusting. Ew. Who are you dating with? Earwax. Everybody got earwax. Everybody got earwax. I ain't never did that. Yeah. That's but a move go, I ain't never tried. I don't care how clean. I don't care how clean you are. How much you wax clean your ears with Q-tips? No, oh. no. Not oh. my ear. Which is crazy though, because you probably like it in your. Hey. Why you hang up on the lady? I didn't mean to hang up. I didn't know you was going to go but that. I'm, no, I'm just bad. saying. Oh, you didn't know? You've been doing this 13 years? I'm still here. Oh, it's every, I've been here twice. It's every time. You knew it was going to <laughs> Hello? Hey, what's up? I'm sorry. We're just having butt talks up here. Oh, freaky, freaky, man. freaky Friday. We asking, what, ter- what are some turnoffs in the bedroom for you, mama? <laughs> to me, a turnoff is no rhythm. Excessive pubic hair, like that's too nappy. It's not cut and maintained. And just overall not knowing what you're doing, because we too old not for you. For you not to be knowing what you're doing at this point. Well, you, men can always learn. Everybody can always learn. And they can cut their pubic hair off. But bad rhythm, you can't fix that. Like, they have that, like, that, that real quick, like that rabbit thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have the ego, like they know what they're doing, but they don't. Yeah. All right, Melissa. So what do you do? You tell them you can't dance? Just say slow down, baby. Okay. You gotta slow down. Like, we're on different rhythms. Mm. Hello, who's this? It's your boy Lovey from the Bronx, a.k.a. Mr. 13. All right, lovey. So, what what are some turnoffs for you, bro? It's Freaky Friday, so I have. I, this is the problem I have with Queen. If you don't want a well-endowed man, don't sign up for it. I got I co-host this woman. It took me three months. We went to Rome. She got dressed and walked away after she seen it. After she saw it, she got dressed and walked away after she seen the thirteen and a half. So I need women. Oh, you never met Cla- Claudia. This is our guy. Lovey. Lovey's his name. He yeah. has a 13 and a half inch penis. Yes. Right. Okay. So he says a lot of women are scared of it. So he says when, when, when you know, women, I guess, walk away when they see it, he, that's a turn off. So technically your penis is the turn off. Yeah, yeah. It's, your, it's you, bro. You can't be mad at her for that, though. She knows her limitations. But then they put restrictions on you. Like, I can't have a I can only have missionary. I don't feel sorry I'm for you. I'm the woman that's tapping. I don't feel sorry for yeah, you I don't at feel all. sorry for that you. That hurts. Either. You know what that feels like? Envy? Yeah. Charlemagne? I have no, no idea. No, I don't. I'd be scared too. <laughs> <laughs> I have no 13 idea. 13 and a half inches going in? Jesus. Mm-mm. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Anton from South Carolina. Hey, Anton. I see you all day. 
We're talking uh, yes, it's, it's freaky, 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 freaky Friday. We're just asking, you know, what are some turnoffs in the bedroom, brother? Uh, you know, when you get it in, you hear a font noise, and you it come out the one that stinks, and not the one that wakes. Oh, you talk about? I disagree. Wait, wait, what, what fart you talking about? Oh, yeah, you, I, you like that? I, I like that sound. I you mean queef or you talking about a fart? I, yeah, I, yeah, the fart. Not the stink hole. Maybe the wink hole, but not the stink hole. I ain't never, I ain't never. Wait, seen even it. a queef or a fart? What do you mean? He's talking about fart, fart. <clears throat> yeah, a fart. I you think just, you mistaken queefs for farts, bro. Yeah. How, mm, I love. You put queef. too much air in it. That means you've been going fast. You pumped it real fast. No, but I think he's, think, he's talking about coming out the back end. Man, that's just nasty. Bro. I am a member of a tribe called Queef. I love a good queef. Yeah, I don't okay. think you're talking queefing. Call if me a, Chief Queef. If a girl farts with you, she don't really like you that much. <laughs> that is disrespectful. She, she don't care. Right? She's like, I don't care. And best believe, best believe is going in the group chat. I farted his face. Like, <laughs> Jesus. One of my friends said that she did that. She didn't care about him. Just saying. Well, thank you, brother. <laughs> Girls are experts at holding in their farts. We do it our entire life. If she wow. farts during sex, she does not care. She don't care about you at all. No, she's like, whatever, man. Is that, a way, is, that, is that another way to say wrap it up, too? Yeah, wrap it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what's the moral of the story, guys? I don't know. Ask Claudia. 13 inches is too much. That's all she got. She's still stuck on that. Y'all like things like, what, five, six inches? What, what do y'all think? Show me, what do you like? Eight. What do I like what? What are you talking about? All right, well, Pick that... a number between one and 13. No, because I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I heard was the 13 half 15. What happened? All right. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot... And every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024. And we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question, it's going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. <laughs> but it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. 
the iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's DJ MV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Jess Hilarious, our guest co-host. Yep. And we got a special guest in the building. Sexy Reed. What's up, girl? What's up? How What's are up? you? First of all, you're pregnant, you're blowing up, but you still gotta work. So how you feeling this morning? Her. You know <laughs> it's her. It's her. Too early. Then your doctor say, relax and take it easy. You ain't been listening. Nope. I've been seeing you. You've been working, traveling, doing shows, videos. Every time I go to the doctor, they be like, you still working? You need to sit down. They always <laughs> Do you feel like you're going to miss the moment if you don't, you know, if you... No, I got to get... I can't stop work. I got to get this money. Yeah. Work don't stop because you're pregnant. Absolutely. Well, when you came in here, I, I spoke to you, and the first thing you said was, no, you can at least look at me. <laughs> she only want to look at For you. For real. You ain't got to mess with me, but she you can look at me. You know, walk in and say, hey, Charlamagne, no, hey, DJ she, Envy, just said hello. She's like, I was sneak kissing. Yo, I was going to say oh, her damn self. I'm right here. I missed Oh, I see you. Yeah, no, I spoke to her, and she said, I don't mess with you, Jess. And I said, why? She said, because you be sneak dissing. I said, all right, tell me what's wrong. Tell me about it. What's up? I don't mess with you. All right, let me know why. You be sneak dissing. All right, how do you feel like I sneak this? I be, I see everything. I was trying to make sure y'all wouldn't sneak dissing before I came up here, too. That's what she what do? Doing. What you oh, did, What did she do? Okay, Wait, when look. I go home, I'll find it for y'all. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to so remember. remember. Google. You just know what it is. You just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Maybe I do remember. I ain't got to bring it up, though. I just know. <laughs> let me Google. Let me see. Ah, right, you going to really Google it? I just want to see. It'll be a couple times I didn't see you comment under something, mm -hmm. under Instagram that got something to do with me, like. Mm -hmm. I just be like, why? 
Why does she keep? But I have never. It's I seen you on her talking about me before. I see. I remember everybody's faces. Right. Right. As you should. So you knew when you saw Justin Lyers, you didn't want to say nothing to her. Yeah. I didn't even know she was gonna be here today. Or you wouldn't have came. I mean, I would have. I was gonna say, come on, yo. I would have still came. I just ain't know. Let me ask you something. Did anybody try to talk you out of having the baby because of the way your career is going? Mm-hmm. Damn. Who was it? The label or the... the nah, my label said I'm grown. Like, the choice is yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, was the baby planned? Yo, you, I can't ask you no questions, yo. <laughs> was the baby planned? Sexy, was the baby planned? <laughs> sexy, I can't, ask you, you know, I can't ask you no questions, yo. Sexy Red, was the baby planned? I just answered to him like, he, yo, I got some questions. <laughs> Like for real, just answer. Look over there, and answer him. All right, you ain't gotta look at me. Was I the, feel you. Was, All the, right. was the baby planned? Um, kinda mm-hmm. and kinda not. But okay. I mean, I was shocked when it happened. But um, I was I wanted another baby though. Mm-hmm. At this time, or you was gonna wait? Or I mean, I ain't know my career was gonna take off like that. But I did want a baby because my son he already three. So I'm like, I want another baby. When did you realize your career was taking off? Um, when I first dropped Pound Town. Pound Town. But I remember back in 2018, when you redid <laughs> Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles, you know, you did A Thousand Jugs. That's that's like the first thing that you really did that got you like on the map, though, right? Online. Charlamagne Yo, you access did this, that you did this, um, yeah. you did this thing called A Thousand Jugs. Which yeah. they didn't even know about. <laughs> I, I did my research on you. Like, who? She I wanna, really like you. That's I want to know. Right. I'm like, that's I'm I'm like, like I mean, I ain't had no wrong with her at first. I used to laugh at her little videos and all that. Yeah. And she ain't funny once, no more. Nope. And, and <laughs> I understand that. You know somebody that when they go your little videos. That ain't fair, though. You think somebody funny, they No, I'm sorry. It's all good. But no. You can't say they not funny when they get on you a little bit. It's all good. I didn't get on a, a little bit. I just don't agree with everything she's saying, dude. That's all. Okay. When, when they tried to talk you out of having the baby, what did you say to them? I'm like, I don't like when people do stuff like that. Because if I'm happy about my baby, then I don't need nobody in my ear like, right. aborted, aborted. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't like that. Especially for a, a career. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I still got a whole life to live. Like, I don't do this for nobody. Were you, for me. Were you inspired by other people who, like, you know, like Cardi, who who said, I choose the child over? No, uh, I ain't okay. think about none of that. It's my life. I don't live for other people. I really mm-hmm. don't. I do what I want to do. Who uh, who did you listen to growing up? Like, who inspired you? Yo, you still... Can you please just look at me one time? <laughs> oh, she looking at me. All right. It's a video that you... Uh, interview <laughs> that you did where you said the most romantic thing that ever happened to you uh, that a guy has done is rob somebody yeah. uh, and then give you the money. Yeah. Why was that romantic to you? I did say something about that. Because he risked his life. He risked his life. Okay. What if you were the woman that he robbed? It was a that got robbed. Robbed another nigga. Oh, damn. Okay. I mean, not saying like it was right because it was a dude, but I mean, right. like, when you risking your life for me... Mm-hmm. That means something to you. All right, cool. <laughs> Can I ask you another one? belly itching, too. Another one. <laughs> you got Give us some lotion or something. <laughs> oh, baby, it's lotion up. I see it. Okay, okay, I was going to say, I got itching. some. I see you rubbing it. She's not going to take no lotion from you. She's not going to take no lotion This ain't mine anyway. This is all the mains. I was, you know. So, how did you and Drake get so tight? Um, Because he was just with me, like... Everybody f- with me except Jess. No, so he was messing with me. His love. I agree. <laughs> now that I, 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 I'm like, damn. Everybody f- with her except for Jess. I yeah, that's how you made to turn on you like that? That's your people. That's your guy. That's your homie. It's crazy. <laughs> Do AKAs get mad at you because you just say ski? No, I ain't even know that's what they be saying. People tell me and they like they probably gonna use your song to dance. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? What What is the meaning behind ski? Can mm-hmm. you apologize to me first? Sexy. Sexy, I oh, apologize sh- for offending you in any way. 
I do not have beef with you. Okay. I, I just don't agree with everything you do and say. Okay. But I do love you as an artist. I love you as a woman. That right, because I heard you listening to my songs and then that's... Right. That was before and then that's when Dancing after that, to and I seen you talk, down talking to me. No, ma'am. But you have no, to ma'am. know, Sexy Red, you are a public figure now. People are going to have... Oh, we have the clip. Big, we have the clip that we think that she's talking about. Don't start... Don't bring nothing... Don't start nothing. No, she just apologized. No, it's over. No, so let's hear it. Right. Okay, let's listen it's, then. Let's listen. Let's a listen. little while back, Sexy Red got a lot of attention for saying that she trusted the wrong guy that gave her chlamydia twice. <laughs> um... <laughs> And we know that she has never been shy about the details of her sex life because she told my video guy when he asked her a question about Yo, her bucket list. Guy. And we got that, that audio. That she this is my video, video guy. I lost work. We met her. I'm trying to see the video. The I, ain't, I, I already, I already no. seen her talk. Did I say that? Yeah, you got what's on your bucket list for this year? Get a lot of hoes. You know what? Uh, yeah, I play too much. F a lot. But who would take that seriously? Yo, can I get that thousand? No. Nope. Next, no, no. You no. ain't finding it. <laughs> now that you did <laughs> I told him I was a liar. But now <laughs> that you, you you see what I said, like it ain't, yo, it wasn't like it That's wasn't. not the only clip though. Damn. I thought that was the worst one. I've ne- literally never well, said nothing apologized. worse than that. Yeah, I ain't tripping no more because she, yeah. she, she, she said yeah. it. Yeah. And, and none of that is... But how do, you, is, how do you expect people not to react to stuff like that, though? And like she said, she be playing it. You know what I mean? No, you know. I feel like everybody just be coming down on me. Like, I don't even got to say nothing. They just be coming. They be trying to talk about my looks. Like, anything I'll do, they do. I have never, ever came at her looks or nothing. Never done that to you. No, not You can never say that. I'm just saying, like... girl in here, I say look like sexy red around the eyes. She work here. What? What you mean around the eyes? You'll see. If she walk in here, she wear the same glasses. Because she wear masks, so she wear the same glasses. She can wear glasses I'll be like, you look like sexy red So can we start over later? Everybody always think somebody look like me like yeah, I ain't got time. Does it bother you? It clearly don't bother you when they say you and Thug are like brothers. Nope, sister, that's my twin. That. Yeah, <laughs> that's my twin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Sexy Red's here. She has an album, uh, Hood Hottest Princess, out now. And now that we got everything squashed out, we got more with Sexy Red when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sexy Red. Jess Hilaris is our guest co-host. Jess. <laughs> so do you, do you know what gender the baby is? Nope. Nope. You don't want to know yet? Nope. Okay. You don't believe in baby reveals? I feel like you'd have a fire gender reveal. Fire. I was going to have a fire gender reveal, but no, nah, I ain't going to do all that. <laughs> I ain't going to do all that. Yeah. Why you didn't want to do it? Just because? Of it? Just because. Like, it, I got too much going on. Like, my life's too busy. I ain't, my baby shower going to be like last minute. Mm-hmm. Like, right before I can do. So. Are you happy, Sexy Red? Like, genuinely? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. I love money. <laughs> you gotta love money. But, but what's you, the baby? What is the baby doing? You love all of this that you gotta February. do to get it, though. February. Or oh, February? Do you love all of this you gotta do to get it? No, that's what you. I be like. tired. Yeah. I be tired, and then I'm always busy. It just be too much. Have you adjusted to the fame of it all? No, because I still be saying. They be like, you know, they gonna take that and twist it. Like I don't be knowing what to say and what not. And like I just still feel like I'm just a regular. You know, I don't be feeling like I'm no celebrity. Yeah. And when people be putting cameras in my face. I be like, why is they doing all that? Like they be like. This will come with it. I don't be without it, though. Yeah. Was you really f***ing Drake? That was another thing I saw when they asked you about Drake. You was like, I be f***ing. Ah, uh, no, see? That's what I'm saying. I she be playing. playing. How are you supposed to know when you playing, Taxi Red? It no, don't matter. That, y'all, they take, I feel like people take the internet too serious. That's why I be messing with y'all. Like, yeah. Like, I play with y'all heads. Like, I like that. Y'all not going to really know what's going on. Y'all just, y'all believe anything y'all see. I don't believe everything I see on the internet. I be like, mm, man. That's real. This got to be fake. I be like, man, I don't believe this shit. Until I see the proof, then I be like, okay, yeah. I believe in it. So look, <laughs> what a lot of, okay. 
Do you have a feel, a way about seeing little kids online reciting your lyrics or like, you know, a lot for, for this past Halloween, a lot of moms dressed their daughters up as sexy red. You know, how do you feel about does that make you feel a way? It was like because you're not obligated to be anybody's role model. Yeah. But do you feel a type of way about it? No, I feel like that's that's what's up. Right. Because yeah. when I was little, I mean, we looked up to the older girls and stuff. Mm hmm. Even the ones that was bad, like just because yeah. they do bad stuff, that I mean, like they bad know. people. They are a yeah, bad person. Like, yeah, they, they ain't no bad people. We still looked up to them. You know, they was probably talking crazy. Mm -hmm. or, they don't mean nothing. They just fuck with my personality. I feel like okay. I think when you come from a certain environment, you learn not to judge people for what they do when they're in survival mode. Yeah, right? that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like I don't be judging nobody. I I've been like that though. I just let mm -hmm. everybody do them because mm -hmm. you never know what they going through. So yeah. I just be like. Maybe they did that for a reason, so I don't yeah. be mad at nobody. You got people from your hood leaning on you as far as, like, financials? Like, yo, Rad, I know you got it. Throw me something. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that somebody was in the hood talking stuff about me, talking about I ain't putting no guns in the hood and I ain't doing this and that. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. I, be, I be throwing block parties there to having barbecue, ice cream, like, mm -hmm. bouncy house. I be doing all kind of stuff for the hood, so I'm like, that's crazy. Why would he want you to put guns in the hood? Yeah. They think I'm their protector. Y'all better get it like I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah rich, dude, rich, I did. rich Baby Daddy, was your verse actually longer? Because it seems like it was short. Yes, and it was. So Drake cut the verse? Yeah. And he cut pieces up because um, that beat wasn't even on that beat. It was on another beat. And I had did a, a verse, like a 16 bar, and probably a little hook. And then he cut it up, chopped it up. He, he put two different songs together, actually. Really? Mm. Yeah. It was two different songs. That should have been your song. That should have been yeah. your scissor. Why is that it? Uh, I just think it would have took off more if it was it was from just. It's a number one record. I don't. You take off more. You don't think it's a number one. Record. It's a number one. I think Drake made it take off. Yeah, I, I, I know. I like the record. I love the record actually. Record I, think I be seeing y'all listen to it. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, they be turning up. They, <laughs> did you, did yeah. you see the conversation we had about your lyrics, right? And I was saying that um, every generation there's a woman rapper who pushes the boundary of lyrics. Like you're not really doing nothing different than Lil' Kim was doing or mm. uh, even Salt and Pepper in the 80s like everybody was considered edgy for their time that's all I be saying like people be getting on me but I be like why is that the only thing y'all heard when I say something about a mm. they take the part and just that's all she's talking about like what that's all y'all got from there I be saying all kind of stuff in my song I mean yeah. to be fair the hook is called pink booty around <laughs> that is the hook like, the song that song was strictly about Pound Town, so that's that's nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, but just if I have other yeah other, other songs, songs in your catalog where you're not just yeah, talking about yeah, she's like why do y'all think I just rap about that all day? Like mm -hmm. I don't understand. That. If that's the only song somebody's heard, I can understand why they would yeah. come to that conclusion. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song so far of your own? Pound Town. Pound Town. Because it got song. me out the trenches. Yeah. Pound Town yeah. got you out the trenches. I love it. Yeah. I, I knew I knew it was though Like when I recorded I came out the booth I'm like this the one This gonna get me out the hood mm -hmm. I told everybody mm -hmm. So when your team Heard that hook mm -hmm. what, what was, that was Everybody was laughing We was all in the studio <laughs> laughing Cause I was freestyling Yeah And then they was like Be serious Like this ain't serious You ain't serious Be right serious now. And you yeah. was like This is gonna be it I'm like this They gonna like it They gonna trust me And they like no They wasn't believing in it That song They was just like Mm -mm. But now they be like, okay, she knows she strategized. She knows what she's talking about. She know what her people like. Now people said that you leaked your sex tape on purpose because of because of Pound Town. You wanted them what? to show. You wanted them to show. You wanted to show what color. <laughs> it was. Up, no, man. that was the wackiest video, bro. I was tired. I'm fat, pregnant. Didn't even feel like doing. <laughs> so that's why I'm like. And then that's the one that get leaked. I got all kind of stuff. In How does stuff get leaked in 2023? I don't know, bro. Mm -hmm. I was on your phone? No, no. It, it was in the out. moment, and then. 
set the phone down. But I ain't the one that did it. It was in the moment, set the phone down, threw it, and then, you know, and then it had accidentally pressed. She she said she got all types of worse on her phone. You don't, de- don't, you don't delete it now? Now? No. After that? It's my phone. Don't y'all got on your phone? Real no. Yeah, I don't know why they lying. I do. That's what I'm saying. Crazy, I got yeah. I could, man. When I say like I could mm-hmm. really go viral, I could be a star. But I don't for reasons mm-hmm. like that. Could somebody break into your phone? No, nobody broke into my phone. I already know okay. what happened. But okay. I could really be a star if well, I if so, I post the real stuff. I think you should tell people what happened so it don't happen to other people. I just did. <laughs> you said you just threw the phone and it. Okay, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. It was on Instagram, like a little short clip video, like just making it on Instagram and saved it to the phone. Then through the phone, but the video still was on my screen. Mm-hmm. And then through the phone, and it got accidentally pressed like that. Mm. Like sent to public. Yeah. Like, mm. like, who gonna do that on purpose? I was like, what? And this was the wackiest video. Like, y'all really don't want me to post the real ones now. Mm. I turns up. I don't think that you posted it yourself. I don't think you leaked it yourself because you you it was a it took you a minute to post again. Like you you didn't go online. Yeah, I was so like mad. Like I was like, high. Like it was a minute. So I was hot. Yeah. Who was you mad at yourself? Yeah, hot. Just mad no. at yourself, like. Well, that it happened. Period. Yeah. That it got out. I ain't the one did it. It wasn't me. So somebody did it. Yes. It was mad at you. No. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass. Every shot and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. 
I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question. I promise you have to go. I have to go. But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It was an accident, but it still was like you dumb. Like, pay attention, be smarter. Mm. Like, you moving too loose. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you in love now, sexy red? Yeah, with the money. Cause everybody wondering who your baby daddy is. <laughs> <laughs> it might be you, Charlemagne. No, don't do that. I'm a married man. Wow. <laughs> hey, yeah. Wow. Charlemagne, married man, must be immaculate conception. <laughs> Did you see Charlemagne before he, you know, had uh, his Surgery. face done? I was her type. Yeah, no, nah, hell no, not back not old yeah. Charlemagne. Hell no, you never seen what you get done. Now let me see. Um, just chemical pay. pills let and me stuff. Bad discoloration. He bleached his skin. He bleached. I had really bad discoloration. Bleached his skin. For real. Yeah. Oh, fun too. No. I'm just so saying. just know if the sorry. baby is his, that ain't what it's gonna look like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> This is what I'm doing. Ooh, this I changed my mind. I changed her money and still get cheated on. Yeah, I do it just to do it, like, cause it look like it look like a good time. <laughs> look like you confessing your love in front of everybody, but I yeah. feel like that's all it is. You just confessing your mm -hmm. love in so, front of people. So it's the cheating, like the cheating yeah. is wrong. Yeah, people be doing some wrong stuff. You like. can be in a real relationship with somebody who love you, and there might be some infidelity on both sides. No, that it's not supposed to. What's the point of us doing all this in front of people? Act like we gonna be together and not mess with other people. Like, it be married people catching A's and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not right. You never been cheated on? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm that's saying. That's why she Have you cheated? And talk about it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, only because I got cheated on, but I don't yeah. be the cheating first. And that don't mean you don't love the person. Right. But that don't, that don't mean, like, I could be faithful. I could be real faithful when I love mm -hmm. somebody. But once you show me you're not faithful, 
then it's like, what is we doing? Why is that? Mm-hmm. Why I gotta be faithful to you? Yeah. All right, we got more with Sexy Red. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Sexy Red. Jess, that's number thirteen. Number I guess I could though, but sexy these ain't my questions. I have I'm my so f- with the hell going on. There's rumors that you what? <laughs> <laughs> this is what they want me asked. There's rumors that you and NLE Chopper was a thing for a minute. What happened with y'all? <laughs> Who the hell made that? Up? I ain't right. I ain't you did. Charlemagne. Yeah, Come on now. You I did. never thought why, that. Why you think I would do something like that? Why you tell her to ask and not you? Exactly. Because I didn't want to ask you about sleeping with somebody, but I remember I you asked already you. did. I know. I just twice. I know. <laughs> I like to lie too, sexy. No, nah. I don't be talking about. I don't be asking questions like that. Nah, man, I leave one never know. Why would we? I ain't no industry. Mm. That's what y'all want to know. I ain't had sex with nobody. They be choosing though, for sure. They be yeah. in the DMs crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They be choosing. They be wanting to know. I don't care. They people be on the internet trying to like, oh, she ugly. I never mess with a sexy red. You can find a sexy red on the block. If them be the same in my inbox, and I probably ignore them or somewhere. Like, niggas be really choosing, for real. Mm-hmm. I think sexy red. I still be in the hood. Be at home, cooking, loving on her, yeah. man. I think you want you a good domesticated woman. That's what I believe. You think she be loving on her, man? Clearly. Do you? That's why she pregnant now. Mm-hmm. And, and he know that. That's what I mean when I say it's just real. I believe it's, you are who you say you are, but I believe like all of that freak <laughs> you be talking, that ain't, you ain't, you about that with him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When people's bringing up that stuff about like when I said I had comedy, it wasn't mm-hmm. my fault. Right. Be cheating. Right. Yeah, 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 that yeah. ain't my damn fault. Yeah, no, no, no. I it was when you said you spent the block on him. It was That's my baby. I mean, you spent, oh, okay, all right. So all right, I got you. All right. I Yeah. You locked up? That's the one that's locked up? Cause you the free money song you got? Yeah. That, that's the first baby daddy. Yeah. He gave you chlamydia. Damn, we don't put know who did it. Why you put his, that man first in? Of all, she just said that. We don't know who did it. First of all, is he upset you pregnant now? I know that can't wait to come home to try to get you. Yeah, but he not like trying to fight me. Me and my baby daddy, we real cool. Like, Okay. He he knows. Like, I mean, sometimes people, they set a situation. Like, you left me. Yeah. With your son. So it's like. He ain't leave. It's not like he wanted to go. He was he was doing to make himself like, you know. When's he coming home? Uh, I don't know soon. Hopefully, that's big cheese. You soon. got pregnant while he was locked up. Nah, that's big cheese. <laughs> nah, he did. <laughs> Come on, now. we wasn't together though. Man, my baby daddy broke up when my son was six months. My son three now, but we always was like still cool. He still was coming out my house. He knew I ain't had no other. Niggas. Like I just was a stay at home mama, mm-hmm. doing me like before Poundtown drop. I just was at home with my son because I can't do. Shit. I got my mm-hmm. son all the time. Was yeah. he supportive when you was rapping? Was he supportive? Yeah. He was very supportive. He used to get my son whenever I had a show, whatever I had to do. Yeah. yeah. And what were you doing before you were rapping, before you decided to rap? Uh, I was doing her. Yeah, I used to do her. Yeah, go to St. Louis. Dad. I was doing her. Well, like installations? Wig installations and yeah. stuff? Everything. For real? Yeah. yeah, braids, all that. Lashes. I did everything. Show me somebody here you did. Was you good? <laughs> really? You was good? I, I was right. <laughs> it was a crown, right, so you know? Nobody in St. Louis was going to you. So, no. I was a hood hottest hairstylist. I don't believe you got to show me. I That's heard. how everybody knew me because I was doing everybody hair. So how, so how mm. you go to here to start rapping? What made you start rapping then? Um, my baby daddy. This one, he was my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. He had, he was cheating on me. He used to, my baby, first baby, oh my God, he used to always cheat on me. Mm. Is he but, sick now? That Now that you're successful, did he call you all the time? Like, hey. Nah, but he, they be in jail like, Talking about me and stuff, so yeah. he heard everything. But nah, he mm. was just cheating on me all the time, and then I had made a diss song about him because it was just like he was cheat all the time. You know, y'all 
A lot of bitches, but it's one bitch you know that he really like. Mm -hmm. So I seen the one bitch, I'm like, ooh, I can't. I hated this so bad. You ain't do nothing. Oh, baby, I did do something. <laughs> That's the point of the story. I did. I definitely did. Got pressed. You ran down on him? On her and him. Period. I didn't call my baby daddy so much. I didn't. So you done key cars, you done broke windshields, mm -hmm. you done flat yeah. tires. Egg cars, all kinds What's the worst thing you done did to an ex? Or his car, or his property? The worst thing I did is got pregnant. I mean, <laughs> damn. For real, because my, my baby daddy, we said we'd never have babies outside of each other. That was supposed to be my only baby daddy. But right, that right. was like, that's just something we both was like, damn. So you did that on purpose. You couldn't wait to tell him. I no. didn't do that on purpose. I was scared to tell him. Everybody was telling him. I knew I was pregnant, but everybody was already snitching on me. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, that's not true. He like, it is. So you looking him dead in his face, lying, knowing you he ain't had a period. He was in jail. Knowing you ain't had a period. He was in jail. Oh. <laughs> knowing that you ain't have a period. What? Hey yo, nah. Dumb. But look, he mm -hmm. was my baby daddy. He used to be cheating on me, so I had made a diss song about him. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, I rapped it to him. He like, dang, that mug hard. So then that's when we'd be in the car around his friends. He like, rap your song to them, show them your song. So now I rapped the song. They like, oh, you actually know how to rap. So I'm like, for real, y'all fucking with it. Then that's when I just went to the studio and made a real song. But yeah. I'm sure a lot of people in St. Louis look up to you because they can see themselves in you. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm relatable, for yeah. real. Like, Very just much. a regular old girl from the north side, for real. Like, when you was on stage barefoot and pregnant, doing the chicken head? My feet was hurt, and I had to take that shit <laughs> Doing on. the chicken head. Because <laughs> when, when she did, she got heels on, you can tell it hurts. So she yeah. like, just do it. Start I hate doing this that. Wheels. I hate wearing heels on stage. I want them to get you dance. some nice red slippers, though. Think so? Yeah. Because you don't know what's going on with these stages. You don't know if they what's clean these stages. Like, no, I'm just saying. You, know, you said the stages is dirty. The stages could be dirty. But, yeah, um, yeah I just don't know. As soon as I get off stage, I got my peoples right there. As soon as, like, as, soon as I walk off, it's a feet. chair for me. Mm -hmm. I sit down. They got the disinfecting wipes, the yeah. towel, my shoes. They clean my feet. All that. Yep. Soon, like, as soon as I get I got a video. As soon as I get off stage, they yeah. got me. Every time. Well, yeah. sexy, we glad that you um could join us. Thank yeah. you so much. I'm happy. I'm happy that you did come. Yeah. I'm happy that you, you look. She ain't, she was honest. I'm happy that you was honest. I'm happy that I got you to look at me <laughs> and all of that. And I appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for having. So that means just can't talk about you no more. No. No. Ever? Nope. Now I know she be trolling. Regardless she just of came what up you and do? said, nope. No, she just came up and said, I be trolling. Like I'm I'm regular that I I if y'all think this, alright, I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and think that. I'm gonna just Yeah, say, I don't be I don't clear nothing up like yeah, I don't clear rumors up. Like whatever yeah. you heard, I believe agree. it. Mm -hmm. That's on you. I, I got you. Yeah, you gotta know me to know me. Like yeah, that's right. Because we don't know none of these people online. So who give a right. damn about their opinion anyway? Right. Who cares about what other people is doing? Is what I be wanting to know. Because mm -hmm. I don't. That's what I don't understand. I don't be tripping off what nobody else got going on. Because it's like they the ones gotta live their life, not me. So I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't be judging people. I just I don't care. You, you know? like to read, don't got you? you? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why? Cause you wear glasses, yo. Stupid. Don't mean nothing. So you can see. Got glasses. Don't mean that they don't read. Stupid. All right, let's get out of here. Sexy red, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate you, sexy red. Thank you so much. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey.
A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. It ain't me, Lil Duval, as y'all. Donkey of the day goes to a 38-year-old Miami, Florida woman named Zipporah Abraham. Now, what does your Uncle Charla always say about the great state of Florida? Say it with me. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And don't assume that Ivy Rivera is from the Bronx just because, you know, she's not. She's from Brooklyn. Thank Still you. crazy nonetheless. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Now, I think I can confidently say that Zipporah is a 100% grade A city girl. And you know a city girl going to do one of two things. She either going to F on a scamming ass, rich ass, ah! Or she gonna commit a scam herself. See, those big Birkin bags that hold five or six figures don't buy themselves. So a city girl gonna make a way. Wham, bam, thank you, scam. And Zipporah, big zip, 28 grams of pure scam, made a way. Okay, she didn't even aim high. Young Zip wasn't even looking for no new jewels to shine her out. She wasn't looking for no shopping sprees to fly her out. She wasn't in Calabasas trying to buy a house. Young Zip was in Walmart. Okay, Young Zip was in Walmart trying to figure out a way to walk out with $850 worth of items. $850 worth of items from Walmart. She wasn't trying to scam a new coupe with the paper tag, same color as the Birkin bag. No! $850 of household items from Walmart. And how was she trying to do it? With counterfeit bills. Oh, boy. See, Young Zip don't got time for you fake-ass hoes talking out loud in your fake-ass clothes, but she definitely got time for some fake-ass bills. Let's go to CBS News Miami for the report, please. A woman is in custody. She allegedly used then eight counterfeit money at a Walmart in North Miami Beach. Officers received the report from customer service. They recognized the suspect, Zephora Abraham, from a prior incident. Abraham also allegedly tried to leave the store with a bin full of items worth more than $850. When stopped by an officer, police say she tried to eat some of the counterfeit money. She is facing felony charges, including grand theft. How the news reporter just all nonchalantly said she used and ate fake money. This is how you know Florida is nuts. Now, what kind of city girl attempts to have a money fight with fake money? Okay, city girls told broke boys fall back if their money ain't right. So the same rules have to apply for broke girls. Broke girls fall back if your money ain't right. And Young Zip, you need to fall all the way back because the only thing worse than no money is fake money. Now, the fact that Zipporah tried to eat this money lets me know that she has swallowed worse. Okay, when that's your go-to move, then you done swallowed whole blunts, you done swallowed crack, you done swallowed some heroin, and that poom poom of yours has definitely done been a stash box for all types of narcotics. Jesus. Okay, your name is Zipporah, but I bet they call you Big Zip around the way because you could hide a whole zip of kush in your poom poom. <laughs> okay, make the loud pack go from smelling musty to smelling like the kitchen at Red Lobster. Canine dog would just pass out if you ever got a whiff. <laughs> it was a display for me <laughs> Jesus Look, Zipporah In the words of T.K. Kirkland Who raised you? Okay, I love Walmart If you read my first book, Black Privilege Then you know how much I love Walmart I consider Walmart holy grounds A cultural institution When you grow up in a small town in the country Rural America like I did Monk's Corner, South Carolina Drop on the clues bomb from Monk's Corner Okay you know there's not much to do except roam around a 24-hour Walmart. So I consider what you did blasphemous. But we also know that Walmart is usually the first place folks learn to steal from. So I know 38 is pretty old for a scammer in Miami. By 38 in Miami, you know a city girl should be all mad. 
Okay, you should be an all Madden scammer. At the very least, all pro. But you moving like a straight rookie because let's just say, you know, let's just say you was a pro. Okay, a pro would know $850 worth of items. You just take that to the self-checkout. Scan a pack of gum about 30 times so you get a long-ass receipt. Walk out. Greet it. Just go and glance at the receipt. Keep it moving. Wait, that sounds like you did that before. Never did it. But mm. I guarantee you, JT and Young Miami somewhere right now listening to me and they thinking to themselves, period. Okay. <laughs> All right. Trina know what I'm talking about. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just simply saying, Zipporah, you're not ever going to get a crocodile Birkin from the Everglades moving how you moving. Not to mention those counterfeit bills not dying for you. I know we live in a world where everything is GMO and we all eating fake counterfeit processed everything for the most part. But the attempt to swallow $200 in fake money, counterfeit bills. What Haitian woman in Miami put that thing on you? <laughs> put voodoo on you that made you think you have goat and you can eat paper? Please give Zipporah Abram the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yes, indeed. Breakfast slogan more. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Come on, man. One of the architects of, of this thing we call hip-hop, man. One of the people who helped lay the foundation for this thing we called hip-hop. We wouldn't have jobs if it wasn't for this brother right I wouldn't here. be a DJ if it wasn't for this brother. <laughs> and most all. people out there, most, most DJs out there wouldn't be DJs if it wasn't no, for this brother. No, all DJs wouldn't be That's DJs. Correct. If it wasn't for this brother. Ladies and gentlemen... Grandmaster Flash. How's Welcome. Thank you. Good How's morning, Black man? man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate man, this. Hey, come on, man. Happy I to really, have you. Absolutely. absolutely. I really appreciate this, man. You know, we, we celebrated the 50 years of hip-hop, uh, you know, this, this year. year. And Envy and I was on the radio having a conversation, and it just felt like, you know, the, the architects, like that era of the 80s, you know, wasn't getting honored properly. And none of us are here if, if that if that foundation isn't laid. You said the 80s, the 70s. Correctly, the 70s, yeah. The 70s from the beginning and the 80s, I feel like weren't getting honored, you know, properly. How do you feel about that, Grandmaster Flash? And that's one of the reasons why I feel that it is paramount that I do lectures, I do corporate, uh, corporate tours and lectures. And I've been doing them for private people, but now I kind of want to do this for the public so they can understand that this thing didn't just fall out of a tree. It didn't just go from the 70s to where we are. You know, there was four DJs that did this. Cool Herc was on the West. AB was Bronx River. African Man Mata. Mm -hmm. DJ Breakout was the North, I was the East. And pretty much, this is how it, it, it really started. And you gotta realize this, ladies and gentlemen, we did this with no internet, no social media, no apps, no quick hardware where it would just work. A lot of these things, as I was telling you, Envy, I had to do this with nothing. Going into the backyards and you know, getting old receivers and old turntables and stuff and kind of like jury-rigging my sound system. For people listening, when he says the West, the South, the North, he's not talking about West Coast. He's talking about New York. The Bronx. The Bronx. Bronx. Uh, I wanted to clear that up. And also, you know, I was talking to, of course, Grandmaster Flash behind the scenes. A lot of you didn't know, you know, where we had the ability to go to these stores and buy equipment, yeah. mm. he had to actually make it. So his first sound system actually came from old cars in the junkyard. He would pull the speakers out of the cars in the junkyard and make sound systems to play at parks and parties and wherever wherever right. it was. So you had to actually know electronics, and it just wasn't just about DJing. Right. So what, what got you 
into wanting to be a DJ. I know you were telling me the story behind the scenes that you know you were just intrigued by electronics in your house when your mother or father plugged something in and you wanted to understand how it works. So you would start effing up the crib pretty much to figure it out. Yeah, um, when I was a toddler, everything in that house that was electrical, I was intrigued on how did that happen? So I used to unscrew, unscrew the backs of the stereo in the living room my sister's hair dryers, the table radio, all these things. And also what got me into this, when I was a, a, a toddler, my dad was a collector of records. Mm -hmm. And I'm on this respectable airwaves, mm -hmm. so I will just say, when I got caught touching his vinyl as a toddler, he used to heavily reprimand me, <laughs> right? With your ass. Okay. You With your ass. Oh, oh, I can say that. Yes, yes you can. Absolutely. And what I used to do as a kid, I waited for him to go to work, and when the door slammed, I went back in that closet, and the rule was, you know, don't touch the brown box in the living room. And I used to watch Dad when he came home from work, how he operated it. So I figured out how to get into this closet where his stuff was, and I would take this square thing that had a black disc and he would put it in his brown box and sound would come out of it. That was probably my first love. But then moving forward, guys, when I heard a drum break from one of the most important black artists of that time, his name was Curtis Mayfield, mm -hmm. move on up. That break, and, then, and you and I can relate here, mm -hmm. that break was about I'd say about five minutes of mm -hmm. just the drums. Mm -hmm. and, and I thought all records was like that. So when I started collecting my records, the drum break was like five, ten seconds. Mm -hmm. So what also got me into the DJing is I used to watch the disco DJs, like my boy, Flowers, Pete Jones, and I noticed that their transitions were glass smooth. Mm -hmm. But then my boys knocked on my door at my mom's house and said, we want to take you to this other side of town to watch these other. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is gonna make this year their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Welcome to season nine of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time. We hope. I have some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now lovey. 
I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. DJs. And respectfully, I was wondering why is it that everything that he was doing was a train wreck? He was playing the incredible music, had the incredible sound system. But why was he playing like that? You know, because the rules and the laws, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you got people on the dance floor, the idea is to keep everybody in unison. Correct. They should not be trying to find a beat as you transition. So from that point on, it's when I came up with the quick mix theory. You know, what is, for, the, what is the quick mix theory? Mm-hmm. From a mathematical perspective, I took sonics and threw it out the window because if I play a song, I hear it a certain way. If I if I put the headphone on your ear, you hear it a certain way, and Charles, you hear it a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I said to myself, I'm going to take that 
out of the equation, and I'm going to just collect records from all genres, pop, rock, jazz, blues, funk, disco, R&B, foreign, American, and just listen to the drum break. And I found that unlike Curtis Mayfield, these drum breaks on these other records always, always short. That made me quite angry. I was disappointed. So in mom's house, I came up with a hand mechanic fingertips to vinyl, fingertips to crossfader, DJ style that is used by every hip hop DJ on planet Earth. And I figured out a way of counting the bars as the vinyl 10 minutes. So if you on the floor and I'm playing a Michael Jackson drummer break, I'm playing that for 10 minutes and I'm gonna flip to a, a, a London break or a German mm -hmm. break or, or whatever break and this became the way. And then what happened was these incredible people called hip hop producers took this style of the seamless loop and I'm gonna show you that on the wheels of steel. You understand what I'm saying? Now the seamless yeah, saying loop. That the, 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 your quick mix theory tur turned into what people call loop uh, sampling basically. Correct. That's exactly, exactly what it did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's he, exactly he, he, what he it would is. Bring it back from the beginning. But one thing you'll learn from this interview with Grandmaster Flash is he's not just a musician when it comes to turntables. He's actually, no disrespect, he's a nerd and geek. Like he wants to understand the transitioning records, record players, mixes. Just And, and this is just for having a, a 30 second conversation with him. I figured that out. No, what, what, what I find so interesting about this, in the last five minutes, you explained where DJing started yep. and where hip hop production start correct so when people yeah. call you an architect and say you're one of the founding fathers of hip-hop that is why absolutely thank you all right we got more with the og grandmaster flash when we come back so don't move it's the breakfast club good morning morning everybody it's dj nv charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club we're still kicking in with grandmaster flash i was gonna ask you know how do you feel when you look at something that you created right and you created out of love right yes you didn't say it was money. You didn't say I did this because I wanted money. You said <clears throat> I enjoyed it. I love listening to music. I love playing in the park. And then you see in this the commercial success of hip hop, right? I I, I sent Charlamagne something this morning about Karis One saying why he didn't want to perform at the Grammys. He felt like the Grammys never respected hip hop. <clears throat> so why come now? How do you feel when you see the commercial success of hip hop and all these brothers and sisters making money and all these companies making money off of hip hop, but some of the founders are not making the money that's deserved? Because if it wasn't for you guys, nobody wouldn't be able to make the, that money. That's a twofold answer. Mm -hmm. Just think. MV, this thing that I did could have missed. And if this all would have missed, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. So that's one side of it. It exploded. Like there are some companies out there giving away hundreds of thousands of dollars. I've seen this on the internet just recently. But there are those, man, that are in a hood that didn't have the commercial success. Nobody's saying, hey, here's $500,000 for you. They're not saying that. Like there are those who lost their life that are not even here to even enjoy this. Right. And they have families. Right. So for me, I have to, until God takes me, I have to go around and mechanically break this thing down. I think that people should interview the producers. Like that just, that boggles my mind mm -hmm. because they're the ones that really know how the record is made. They're the ones that stays in the studios for, for two and three days to make sure the record is goes from start to finish before the masters is handed in. You know, so for me, 
and people should know more about Cool Herc and their team. They should know who Coca Rock is. Like they're going around saying he was a rapper. He was, he's a DJ. I used to watch him. You know, and then there's Timmy Tim, and it's the original Clark Kent. You know, people should know who Breakout's team is. It's Baron, you know, and Bam Bada and Jazzy J and Grandmaster Flash and Grand Wizard Theodore. Like all these people and all these names, you don't hear nothing. That's right. Mm -hmm. Talk to about them. When people are putting out this press, they're not even coming to ask, well, Flash, what do you think? And respectfully, I'm going to say this. For you to really firsthand know what this what this is, you have to be at least 60 years old. Mm -hmm. And I'll be kind and say 58, 57. That means you had a firsthand eye shot of seeing us do this. If you are 30 or you're 40 and you are saying that you are a, a hip-hop extraordinaire person, nine times out of ten, if you ain't talking to Flash, you ain't talking to Herc, you ain't talking to Bam, you got second-hand information. And, and, and you got to realize you're feeding the babies incomplete information. And this is one of the reasons why, because I tour 150 countries a year. So financially, I'm good. I'm cutting all that in half because I got to go to these universities. I got to go to these YMCAs and I got to teach these babies of where this thing comes from. Because what saddens me is this. Mm -hmm. If you are from a black family, you know who Miles Davis is. Right. If you're from a white family, you know who the Rolling Stones is. Why is there so much of a blur of who, what, and why, where, and how when it comes to hip hop? Why is that? I think, I think we got to be the generation to do that because to your point, if you're 60 years old now, you're probably a grandfather, grandmother. Yeah. Our grandparents weren't listening to hip-hop, you know? Okay. But now when you, we got grandparents and grandfathers, grandparents who are listening to hip-hop, and then parents who grew up in hip-hop, they can tell their kids, hey, this is where it started. Right. Because like you said, most, <clears throat> if, you, if you're in the age of 40 to 50, a lot of them, hip-hop started with Run DMC. Right. LL yeah. Cool J. Yes. I remember my, that, I remember that's my, where it started from. Because even me, like, you know what? My parents weren't into hip hop, but I was. But the first record I ever bought was Run. Yeah, my dad was 70 something. He didn't he didn't like hip hop at the time. Okay. He wanted he was like, you need to listen to James Brown. Temptation. James Brown is the original rapper. Four yeah, tops. I, he rhyming. Okay. You know, he yeah. didn't he, he didn't know nothing about hip hop. He, he didn't want to hear none of that. Correct. Respect. You know? Well, I, I think for me, and this is such a, a wonderful time period, but just think of it like this here. And you know, sometimes this makes me want to cry sometimes is come August, like the mayor gave me August 4th and Cool Herc is August 11th. Come August 12th, there's going to be a brand new trend. So we have to get it right now mm -hmm. as a black art form that has done so much for so many people. Of course. We have to get it right between now and August 11th or it's going to go down in history incomplete or incorrect and that scares the crap out of me so, so, so it's safe to say you don't believe the DJ gets the respect they should when it comes to their contribution absolutely to not <laughs> because especially the hip hop DJ that understands the quick mix theory and the mechanics which I will show you is because that led to the sampling and that led to these records being made and that's what we're celebrating so we're celebrating the entire cake but let's go back and celebrate the, the eggs and the flour and the water and the vanilla mm-hmm how the cake was made. The process. The process. Flash, yeah. you know, of course, you know, they talk about Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, you know, mm. produced the the message, but they first, said you- First DJ to get a Grammy, by the way, but that- Yes, but they, I read some things where they said you had nothing to do with the production of it. Okay, I had something to do with all of it because that company chased me to get my group. The Furious Five. The whole group. Gotcha. 
there was a club I played called Disco Fever. And I brought hip hop to this club. And Sal Abatello gave me, I wanted a Saturday. He gave me a Tuesday. Of course. So uh, most clubs do that. He gave me, I called it Terrible Tuesday. Off night. <laughs> right. But in about two months' time, Came the most I, popular. Was, I was yeah. rivaling that, that, that Saturday. Thank you, Sal. You know, so for me, the message probably I had least to do with, but I had most to do with it because it was my group. And I'm sure they used your technique, right? Yeah, they do. They used my technique to make all their records. The message was an original record, but they knew when they had the Sugar Hill Gang, they heard of us in the streets. The streets was already ringing. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. So she used to come to Terrible Tuesdays every Tuesday just to see how it was how it was going down. So who is she? Sylvia Robinson. Sylvia Robinson. Okay. You know, so owner of Sugar Hill. Yep. Did I have? Anything to do with that record, minimal. But I had everything to do with it because she needed to have us. Here we are. I want to ask one more question. How sure. do you feel about DJs today with the auto mixing buttons and the different programs that make it easy Serato. for them to call like themselves I, I, like DJs? I'm using, I'm, I'm, I'm using Serato, Serato right now. Or even right. CDJs. Right. And you know what it is? I, I, put it this way. I'm a scientist first. I'm a geek first. So I've, I've been pushing that envelope for 52 years. So I respect anybody that's doing it, but follow the laws of the art transition. I think the things that drive me crazy when I go out, which is every now and then, MVs, you know, I'm listening to the DJ and, the, and it's the train wreck thing. You know, that there really drives me crazy. A lot of today's music is really one tempo based. So it's easy to go from one to the other. So why, how are you crashing this record into this record? With us back, we had to use the pitch Correct. quite a bit yep. mm -hmm. to make this record beat match with Slow this record. Of course. These records here are almost coming out of the oven. They're all the, the same tempo almost. So I don't understand why is it that these people who play today don't beat match. Mm -hmm. That there makes me totally crazy and it goes against <laughs> the laws of what we learned. Mm -hmm. Okay. Grandmaster Flash, y'all. Grandmaster Flash, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you follow him on, on Instagram, all socials. Oh, at DJ Flash Forever on DJ, all socials. Yeah, DJ yeah. Flash Forever. At DJ back. Flash Forever. And can you just turn around, I just want to read the back of your hoodie, man, Yeah, because the hoodie's monumental. It says, the first DJ to make the turntable an instrument. First DJ to have a rapper. First DJ to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. First DJ to be on Sirius XM. First DJ to get a Grammy. First DJ to get a Polar Prize. Grandmaster and the Flash. first DJ to give a history lesson about DJing on the Breakfast Club. That's right. <laughs> Grandmaster Flash, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You got a positive, Charlemagne? I do have a positive note, man. Uh, I want to tell everybody to stop looking for honesty from those who constantly lie to themselves. Have a blessed day. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.